Hello and welcome to Series 3 of our Weekend Cumbria podcast. This series is supported by Cumbria County Council. I'm Jenna Sutherland and I'll be your host once again. I'm the manager of the Weekend Project at ICANN Health and Fitness in Carlisle. In this series, I'm going to be inviting some more real local people to share their health and wellbeing experiences and expertise in authentic and open conversations with me. Real people telling their own stories in their own way. Today is episode nine and our guest is Drew Rothwell. Drew is the chairman of Border City Greens, which is a wellbeing football club based in Carlisle. Hello, Drew. Good afternoon. Lovely to have you here. Lovely to meet you. You as well. First time we've met today. I know we've had a little chat over emails. Um, so Border City Greens is a wellbeing football club. I don't know much about it. So I guess a good place to start is to for you to let me know why you set it up in the first place and then tell us a bit more about it. Yeah, um, basically I've always been a, a massive fan of football. Um, I moved back to Carlisle about 18 months ago. I didn't really know a lot of people um, and I'd felt myself through lockdown like a lot of other people had maybe put on a few pounds from okay. being in the house um so i joined a sort of local franchise um and i met a, a lot of good guys there and we felt like from what we were getting we, we weren't getting long enough on the pitch mm-hmm. um so from that point we decided to take that idea of let's try and do a bit more push ourselves a bit further um but there wasn't enough interest just from that so we decided to open it up to guys mm-hmm. that maybe had a bit of mental health problems and, right, okay. and try and do a bit more um come from a background with the police i know there's maybe not enough done to, to help people with those problems. Mm-hmm. Um, so I put myself through a, a mental first aid course with Mind, who are absolutely brilliant in yeah. promoting what they do. And yeah. um, they're actually one of our, um, we have their name on our sleeve. They don't sponsor us, but we put it there because it's important to us. Yeah. Um, so we started off with seven guys coming down and now we're up to, to 40, 40 active players wow. um, who are all male at the minute, but we are looking into the, the female side of it mm-hmm. as well. So where, where do you meet? Um, we meet on a Friday night at the Richard Rose Central Academy. All oh, right, yeah. Uh, so is the, it the youth zone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've just moved there. We were previously at Dalston, but it was a bit late. Um, so we've we've moved over there to give something a bit, a bit closer. We're looking at now, because there's so many of us putting on a second session yeah. a week as well. So you meet on a Friday at what time? Uh, we're seven till eight. Okay. Um, so just for anybody that wants to get involved how would people is you've got a facebook page haven't you how do people get in touch generally well my um whatsapp numbers on the uh the facebook as well you can always drop us a message there's two or three of us that have access to it yeah um if one of the guys don't know the answer they'll say oh true we'll get back to you when he's he's home from work yeah um i tend to do it sort of nine to five so but outside of them i was i'm always on my phone unfortunately yeah. just trying to sort this out and, and make everyone else his world a bit better, I hope. Yeah. So 40 of you, that's quite a lot of... So how does that work on the night? Do you do you like five a side or how? Uh, basically, we'll run a few drills. We've just sort of appointed a new manager yeah. who's, who's quite passionate mm-hmm. um, and he wants to help as much as he can. He's, a, he's quite limited, but he's got involved in the project because he wants to know more mm-hmm. about mental health because he's lived around it, but he's never suffered from it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm the opposite. I've been through it and... So we're probably quite a good balance. There's, there's lots of lads in the club which have suffered from various different mm-hmm. things. So we've got PTSD, we've got cancer, we've got um, gambling. You know, there's lots of different problems which stem and mm-hmm. result from mental health as well. Yeah. So your own lived experience kind of, that that was your reason why, do you think, mainly? Yeah. Um, so I originally sort of 
around about 2011, um, I was living over in Newcastle at that point and I wasn't very happy with myself and I was, I was in a sort of a, a relationship which I, I don't really class it as a relationship. I was with someone and it just wasn't working as such. It mm-hmm. just didn't feel that connection. I living with a, a friend more than yeah. anything else. And it got to a point, I don't know what it was, but at two o'clock in the morning, I used to live right on the front where the, the Great North Run finishes. Mm-hmm. A beautiful view, look out to sea, big long cliffs. And I just found myself at the top of one of them. Oh. And I, I, I laugh about it now because I, I kind of think, well, what, what was mm. I doing? I don't know how I got there. And I just felt like, well, I don't feel like I've got anything to offer. Mm. Um, and from that point on, I was like, well, no, this this isn't the right answer because... I kind of feel like I've got something to offer. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. and I haven't found my place yet. Um, as a result of that, I applied to join the police wow. um, because I, f- I felt like I've gone through my counselling. I feel better mm-hmm. and I want to find some way to to help people. Yeah. Um, so from, from that moment, it's interesting as well that you can't even remember your thought process to get you there. And that's no. why it is so scary, isn't it? Um, from that moment to getting applying to the police you went to counselling you mentioned how what were the steps after that how did you help yourself uh well basically the the counselling for me I know a lot of people maybe don't get enough from it but Mm -hmm. I felt like the person I was speaking to was genuinely invested Mm -hmm. in what I was saying and Mm -hmm. I I think like talking to yourself I don't know you but I think it's a lot easier to open up sometimes to someone you you maybe don't necessarily know true so I still to this day there's people will probably be surprised when they hear this because I've not really told Mm -hmm anyone it's not something that i disclose mm-hmm. you know because i don't want people as stupid as it sounds to think less of you because you've you've gone through that you yeah, know it's, and there it's, still is that stigma oh, attached there isn't is there? yeah so you went home that day and knew that you had to do something about it and organized some counseling yeah is that what you do yeah so i went through the the nhs um oh, wow. I, yeah. I went to the doctor originally and okay. he says look i think you need to to go and speak to these guys yeah. and they I think they prescribed me some antidepressants. Um but I felt like they were taking everything I felt out of me. Uh-huh. Um and I had a conversation with my wife about it recently. Um and she was saying she was on something similar. She felt like it was closing off all emotions. If you chopped a finger off, she felt like she wouldn't feel it. Yeah. Um and I felt like I, I took them for a few days. I didn't feel like it was making a difference and I thought maybe it's just a change of mindset. Mm-hmm. Um and speaking it up to the, the counsellor, mm-hmm. it was just basically, she made me realise how unhappy I was in my relationship. Yeah. You know, and I was that blindsided that I thought I was happy, mm-hmm. but this is what really, deep down, I wasn't, I was away from home, I didn't really know people, mm-hmm. I felt quite isolated and it, it just wasn't right, even though I was living in probably one of the most beautiful places you could possibly live, you're opening up your, your curtains to see the ocean every day mm-hmm. and... It, it wasn't enough no and that's the thing isn't it as well like you say there things can look like they should be making you happy or you could be in a situation and almost feel guilty for not for feeling depressed 100 yeah because you look around and think why do why am i not happy why, yeah. why, why is this not enough um and it's a really frustrating feeling i know i've had that conversation with a lot of people who do kind of hold on to this guilt because they, they feel they don't feel happy yeah i think looking back now after doing my mental health first aid mm. course the amount of people i've probably encountered with mental health first uh, with mental health problems that you didn't even realize but mm. now you recognize the signs more yeah and i just feel like you can do more but i think the minimum thing is just being nice to each other it's yeah 
you know, it's, um, I saw, I think one of them great posters where it says you could be walking along the street and the person walking next to you could be completely broken. You wouldn't have any idea. I know. You know, and I, I think that's a massive, massive thing. And yeah. manners and politeness don't cost anything. Exactly. Um, and so Border City Greens, you said that it's encouraged, you're encouraging people who might have mental health issues to yeah. come along. Is it, do you chat about that or is it an open space where people can share? How does they, that They work? can chat. We don't actively encourage it, mm-hmm. but we've um, got a pub that we go back to after. You know, some of the lads speak quite openly about the battles that they face. Some people are like, I'm doing this because I'm getting out of the house because mm. it was getting on top of me and I just love going out and having that interaction. Yeah. Other lads you'll just see sort of sitting in the corner, but you can see that they're maybe taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's them building up the courage to then speak about their their own problems and and what have you, yeah. but it's, like I said, everyone is so different, mm. I can't pigeonhole two guys at the club and say they're two peas in a pod, because mm. it, it's not like that at all, but everyone has this common sort of love of football, and that's as good a place as any to, to start and have a conversation. It's great for that football, isn't it? Um, just for bringing people together, even even if you're not playing football, fans of football, watching yeah. football, it does kind of bring um, like a, a sense of community with it, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah. it gets a lot of stick sometimes. Well, that's but... it. There's even the banter as well of like mm. people supporting different clubs and yeah. what have you. So even that itself provokes a conversation. Yeah. Which is, I think it's amazing. Also, it really teaches you to be disappointed depending on which <laughs> team you support. And well, like, all the teams really have yeah. the, the disappointment, don't they? Yeah, the, the way that we sort of manage our club is we go out on that field, we don't care if we win or lose. At yeah. the end of the day, for us, getting off the couch is a victory, getting out the house is a victory, go and do five minutes when last week you did two and a half, just getting more and more um, involved and building it up. You mentioned earlier that you're now opening it up to women. So up until now, it's just men. It is, yeah. How's the women's going to work? Well, it'll, it'll be the same sort of format. We haven't sort of, when we started this project, we don't really know what the end goal is going to be. I have an idea that the football club's just a start and I want to open it up to do other things as well. Mm-hmm. With the women, again, I've just like, I don't want to just help then. Let's try and help as many people as we can. So let's, let's open it up. Yeah. I don't know a lot about women's football, but I can't imagine it's that much different to the men game, especially with the the popularity in the the women's game. Absolutely, at the moment. yeah, it's rocketed, hasn't it? It has. I did try and put an advert out on Facebook, and um, we tried to get as many people down as we could. And bless them, one old lady turned up for our first training session, oh. and I spent that entire hour with her, talking to her, doing drills with her, and it was it was brilliant. Like even one person turned up. I don't care if there's one. I don't care if there's a hundred. The fact is that one person's made the effort to come down. I exactly. Think. And I don't class it as a, sale, a failure as such. I think it's still a success in its own way. And I think it, it has got an idea which we can develop mm-hmm. in one form or another. So it, should we put a call out? Are you recruiting for well, any women that would be interested to get in touch to help yeah, with it, that? Like I said, we're not looking for the most technically best players. Mm-hmm. We just want people who can just come together, who just enjoy. We're not, like I said, we don't take ourselves too seriously. We just enjoy being together and being part of something, which I think is is a lot of what we do. Yeah, and it's nice that you go and have that social afterwards so um, people have got that chance to just connect with each other. And, and like you say, you don't have to talk, you don't have to be the talker. So we do our peer support groups at can, and one of the things we say in our peer support agreement is you can attend just to listen, you don't have yeah. to talk. And you know, the amount of people, I've seen it happen within them groups where... The, the 
the listening just helps them come to a realization of whatever it is that they're dealing with in the head. I actually was in what, a, a group myself once and it was really interesting because we went round the circle and we'd all um, had a chat and um, in fact it was the Happy Mums group. They wouldn't mind me saying that. I used to go to the Happy Mums support group yeah. myself and we got round the circle and quite often some of us would be crying and quite often we'd be laughing. It depends what was going on that week but sometimes so we'd been had a really emotional week and by the time we kind of got round to the circle one of the girls sort of laughed and she was like you know actually listening to all of you lot I don't really feel like I've got much to say this week she said because I've just realized that we're all going through the same thing and that in itself is just so helpful for people to realize that they're not alone other people uh, out there in the world with this with not maybe not the same struggles but similar struggles and I think that in itself just makes you feel comforted doesn't it I I think it does there's that eight old additive of you got two ears and one mouth for a reason Mm. you know and I'm quite happy for people to sit there and like I said from time to time I get loads of messages through saying like I really appreciate what you've done Mm. you know and this project has been really really good for me Mm -hmm. and these are the guys if I don't hear from them for a few weeks I tend to get a little bit worried yeah you know because of the nature of what we do so I want to try and find more time because at the minute I'm sort of doing everything within the club and I'm trying to build a, a good solid team around me which getting the right people in for some of the sensitive of this is you know you, you've got to get the right person for the, the yeah. roles and you said you mentioned about the football you're not looking for people who are technically brilliant with with the football no um like I said we just go out it doesn't matter whether we win or lose if we mm. win there's a great atmosphere if we lose there's a great atmosphere yeah. at half time we're not going to be shouting and screaming and swearing at you yeah that's not what we do we have a bit of passion we have a bit of pride mm-hmm. but it's it's a case of for us getting out the house as a win mm-hmm. you know and anything that gets you off your sofa or anything mm-hmm. i think is a win when you're you're dealing with mental health so are you, you you're training together are you actually going up against other teams and and having matches and that as well we have yeah there's a lot of other um great projects around us mm-hmm. um one of the main inspirations behind it is a, a team out from whitehaven called tubby fc mm-hmm. now we went down um to play a little sort of sevens tournament and we looked around and like what a great idea this is look at all these people here and the, i think there was about eight or nine maybe even 10 teams there with these wow. seven aside and everyone was just there having a, a good day they were mm-hmm. putting on food for everyone and it's like Look at all these people like supporting this cause and they, they raise thousands of thousands of pounds every year. And we're obviously in the infancy of what we're doing, but them guys are absolutely smashing it at what yeah. they do. And there's so many projects like this up and down the country already. We've been to Durham, we've been to Blackpool, we're going to Bolton, we've got Milton Keynes. There's so many places that there's these projects popping up and just talk to them and listen to them. Some of them are, they're just brilliant setups and, mm. you know, and, I didn't know anything about these existing until we've gone and done something similar. And now it's, I think it's a lot more mainstream than what it was. Yeah. Um, and we even want to set up maybe a league between us, like not a, a competitive league, just a, a friendly league where it's more about, for me, it's after the match and you know, and you can relate to other people and it's like, and, and mixing, I think is important because mm. like I said, you might make, uh, talk to that person. You might never see them ever again, Yeah. but you can build so many lasting bonds mm-hmm. just through football because like yeah. I said, it's it's such a broad subject to, mm-hmm. to have in common. And it's a confidence thing as well, isn't it? Once, whatever, for whatever reason you are getting out of the house um, and like you say, in this particular project, football is, 
is enough of a reason for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so if that's the thing that's going to get you out the house, but then from that, you're going to get all the other positives that are coming with it, like friendships, communication, the confidence that's going to come with that, it then is going to build into the rest of your life as well, isn't it? Do you know the, the positives that come from that? Yeah, it, it, like I said, I think it's absolutely amazing. Mm. Like even some of the lads that have started from the start of the project, they maybe didn't say a lot. And then one moment you're maybe driving back from somewhere and they just come out with a comment that completely hits you. Mm. And you're just like, I'm so grateful I'm here, you know, and it's just to see their confidence boost through the project. There, mm -hmm. There's a couple of lads which they joined the project and like you don't really know whether they're going to stick around. And we haven't lost many lads throughout the project. Um, some people maybe don't have the time for it or feel they don't have the time for it. But a lot of the lads have, have stayed with us since day one. Yeah. And like I said, it's amazing for us and it just gives us a sense of pride really i bet it does it's such a, a lifeline for so many people as well and like you said earlier we just don't know what people are go going through in their own lives the people that we're passing in the street or people at work um we've done a really interesting well-being day at the cumberland building society a couple of weeks ago and it was really interesting because obviously people in, in a work environment just go to work don't they and they're, they're sitting next to each other all day often and and probably don't always know what's going on in each other's lives but yeah. the Cumberland Building Society are doing brilliant I mean the leaps and strides ahead of most if not all other employers locally in what they're doing to look take care of their, their staff um, and it was just really interesting hearing people who work together all the time have conversations with each other and and that realization of oh yeah, yeah we're we going all, through the same yeah, yeah we all have got all this stuff and families that we're worrying about and um stresses at home not just work um so i think it's just it, it is brilliant to just have the reminder of that and i just think what you're doing is amazing like i say i think it's a lifeline for so many people if anybody's listening and is thinking i feel a little bit lost and I like football, that sounds perfect for me. I highly recommend getting in touch because it just sounds like um, the positives that can come from it would be amazing. Yeah, 100%. And I encourage, like, even if you come down for one session, our, our first session is always free for people to come down, mm -hmm. just to say whether it's for you or not, because I know some people maybe don't like being in big groups. Yeah. You know, and that's why we're looking to maybe break it down and have a secondary group as well. We might even do it as this isn't competitive, this is just a bit of fun you yeah. know you don't have to be considered to play 11 aside you can just get out the house and come and train it's yeah whatever you feel comfortable with just come down and have a crack with us yeah and it's coming up to the summer months so it's going to be easier to get out I, <laughs> I always think the, the people who are doing that the commitment to go out in the in the, the winter, winter months yeah, yeah <laughs> i think that uh, yeah that's another level this, I, I would be a, like a fair weather i'd come along like in in probably start of april and then i'd, I'd disappear again <laughs> yeah that, it, it's beauty that time because obviously you get the nice vitamin d from the sun and yeah. what have you so you're in a good, a good mood anyway but these lads that drag themselves out when it's wet and windy in carlisle and some yeah. of the weather that we've had yeah especially the the freeze they're, they're still coming out and some of them just still love it you know yeah. it's, it's it's amazing good for them and good for you as well um there was a you you said while you were chatting there um, there was a moment where you said, I'm so grateful to be here. Yeah. And I think that's a really beautiful um, statement to leave it on, actually, in particular when you've mentioned that really dark moment you had to yeah. now be at a point where you're saying, I'm so grateful to be here. I think that's a really important message for anybody that might be struggling in that 
just keep keep the hope yeah um that even if things feel really really dark and miserable right now there will be a day at some point in the future where like you drew they will say i am so grateful yeah. that i'm here oh 100 percent. I, mm-hmm. I wholly agree in that statement and i think no matter what happens to people if they feel like it's their time to sort of depart like you've just got to think that there is someone that will love you mm-hmm. there is some influence that you can have on this world and you can turn everything around you know if you find something that you have a passion for yeah oh well done and thanks so much for coming here and chatting to us today thanks for having us no bother thank you thank you for listening to the weekend cumbria podcast if you're affected by any of the issues raised in any of our episodes and would like to talk then please do get in touch You can contact us via our Facebook or Instagram pages, which you can find by searching We Can Cumbria.